And welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a few moments. Or you can also share this episode on social media. Both help others find this podcast. If you are looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you, including Bible reading plans, journals, edifying magazines, and blog posts. I do have a contact section on my website as well, where you can submit any questions or prayer requests that you have. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. Are you ready for the answer to the Bible trivia question I asked you last week? To whom did Jesus ask, believe ye that I am able to do this? The answer is two blind men and found in Matthew chapter 9 verses 27 to 29. Our question for next week is which prophet said the Messiah would make a triumphal entry into Jerusalem? Which prophet said the Messiah would make a triumphal entry into Jerusalem? Remember, I will have the answer for you on the next episode. Long suffering is the next topic in our study on the fruit of the spirit. Traditionally, It is translated as patience, which is true, but not in the usual sense of the word. When we think of patience, it usually is one who is laid back or has a very, very long fuse. In her book, Elizabeth George categorized love, joy, and peace as godly attributes springing from our relationship with God. While long-suffering, or patience, gentleness, and goodness are meant to help us in our relationships with difficult people. And I agree. The word long-suffering in this verse means forbearance, patient endurance when others attack or make our lives difficult, patience with people. I have to admit that I found this one intriguing and something I had never really thought of as a possible meaning of the word. Elizabeth George also gave a beautiful illustration of long-suffering. When we go to the grocery store, many of us, especially my mom, like to read the list of ingredients before buying something. What list of ingredients would you find on the label of patience? Elizabeth said that they would be endurance and mercy, plus a note to use when injured and that it contains no anger or vengeance. I like this illustration, but want to go a little deeper into it. Let's go back to the definition of long-suffering forbearance and patient endurance when others attack or make our lives difficult. Forbearance is defined as patient self-control, restraint and tolerance. Remember that this word has to do with our interactions with people. To be long-suffering is to exercise restraint, self-control and tolerance with people who are pushing every possible button hoping for a reaction. I think of the story with David and Shimei, a relative of Saul. This man cursed David as he walked by with his men and even threw stones. He shouted that David was getting what he deserved after what happened with Saul. And now he was suffering a similar fate with his son Absalom now trying to overthrow the kingdom. Finally, Abishai has had enough and wants to go over there and take care of him. But listen to what David said in verses 10 through 12 of 2 Samuel 16. 
And the king said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zariah? So let him curse, because the Lord hath said unto him, Curse David. Who shall then say, Wherefore hast thou done so? And David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold my son, which came forth out of my bowels, seeking my life. How much more now may this Benjamite do it? Let him alone, and let him curse. For the Lord hath bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look on mine affliction, and that the Lord will requite me good for his cursing this day. Notice what David said. The Lord hath said unto him, Curse David. That is an interesting perspective. Of course, we don't know for sure if this was of the Lord, but consider how that context could change our response to those who are annoying us. What if those annoying people in our life, or those who are testing our patience, are sent by God to try us? Usually, we assume that they are from Satan, but all that takes place in our life, including the people in our life, go through God's approval first. David was mature enough to exercise long-suffering with this person to forbear their irritating behavior because he had a focus on God's supremacy over every area in his life, including those who came across his path. This made me stop and think about my own response to difficult people. I get irritated, perhaps not directly with them, but I vent to others and exclaim my frustrations instead of looking to God and trusting that there is a reason. Perhaps I am meant to be forbearing so that they can see him. When someone is behaving in a poor manner, they know it, and they expect you to do the same to them. And when we don't, it surprises them. What an opportunity we would miss if we chose to be impatient and retaliate instead of forbear. We don't know what God can do or what he desires to do in our interactions with others. In 2 Samuel 19, Shemei is mentioned again, and it is a very different scenario. David has been reinstated as king and is now working to unite the people again. Listen to verses 15 through 23. So the king returned and came to Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king to conduct the king over Jordan. And Shemei, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite, which was of Barum, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. And there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons, and his twenty servants with him, and they went over Jordan before the king. And there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household and to do what he thought good. And Shemei, the son of Girah, fell down before the king as he was come over Jordan, and said unto the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me, neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to heart. For thy servant doth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come the first this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord the king. But Abishai, the son of Zariah answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this? Because he has cursed the Lord's anointed. And David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zariah, that ye should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over Israel? Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die. And the king sware unto him. David had every cause to fight back on that day when Shimei behaved so badly, but he chose to forbear. And now this man was among the first to fall down at his feet with a small army behind him. Again, 
Abishai wanted to see him dead for what he did, but the king exercised another attribute of long-suffering. He gave mercy. This opened the door for restoration between the two men. That is another good point to remember. If we respond in kind, we are making the possibility of reconciliation much harder. Not impossible, but harder. A commentary made the point that God is not quickly irritated with us. And think about how often we are. Just read the story of Moses and the people of Israel for further proof. Yet over and over again, God has exercised forbearance with us and offered mercy. So how can we do any less? David was forbearing and he had patient endurance when Shemei attacked and made his life difficult. I pray that the next time we are faced with a similar situation with a person who is extremely difficult, we will remember this scene from the life of David, a man after God's own heart, and choose to follow his example. Maybe we can lift this person up in prayer and ask the Lord to help us behave as he would want so we can accomplish his purpose in having this person in our life. I want to read something I found written by Martin Luther about the idea of long-suffering. He said, and I quote, Long-suffering is that quality which enables a person to bear adversity, injury, reproach, and makes them patient to wait for the improvement of those who have done him wrong. When the devil finds that he cannot overcome certain persons by force, he tries to overcome them in the long run to withstand his continued assaults. We must be long-suffering, unquote. That, my friends, is powerful and proves why it is one of the fruit of the Spirit. We will be bombarded with adversities and injuries. We need long-suffering to bear it. We will need to bear the reproach or disapproval or disappointment of others, which requires long-suffering. We need long-suffering to help us wait on the Lord, who is our just judge and will make all things right in his timing, not ours. We need long-suffering to withstand Satan's constant attack that can weary us down to our very soul, and a weary soul is vulnerable to collapse if it is not grounded in the word and in possession of a patient endurance. We can be victorious if we properly equip ourselves for the battle and long-suffering is one necessary piece. I pray that we will be long-suffering women who have patient endurance when others attack or make our lives difficult. Women who are known to have patience with people, with annoying people. Women who reflect the patience of our Lord who endured the cross as people mocked his precious name, all so that we could have intimate access to him and know him completely. Please make your quiet time a priority. I know this is the third time in a row, but it's so important. Why? Because that you can continue to know him more and reflect his character to the world, a world that is in dire need of people who are exercising and cultivating the fruit of the spirit in their lives. And with that, we will end today's episode. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Let's keep our eyes on the Lord and exercise patience with people. Mm-hmm.